Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift, and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Well, hello, everyone. I hope you're all faring well. I'm Dr. Jean Marie Farish, and I'm delighted for you to join us live on the Voice America Network to shine love light into your hearts and homes. We truly value our listeners and hope to inspire a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through worthiness. We have an amazing guest on our show today, moving from surviving to thriving. And many are overwhelmed by difficult life circumstances triggered by loss and change that keep us stuck in survival mode, just trying to get through the day. And locked in reactive modes, conditioned fight or flight responses, we try to meet life demands at all costs and ultimately at the expense of our own mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being. And I know this for sure because I personally burn out on the survival mode of living and discovered a new way of being to flourish in love, and every moment is a daily practice of love. So how do we thrive and live a better life, even in the midst of the most challenging situations, the death, illnesses, loss of job, finances, loss of home. There are so many. And a befitting quote by Maya Angelou, my mission in life is not merely to survive, but to thrive and to do so with some passion, some compassion, some humor and some style. I just love that living with ease and grace. So our guest today, Susan DeCosin, will share, show us how to embrace a new way of being. She's the owner of Healing Methods, a business centered around offering a variety of healing modalities for mind, body, and spirit. She's a certified clinical hypnotherapist, intuitive and spiritual advisor, Reiki master, Siwa Murti Balinese healing practitioner. So I welcome Susan to our show today. Welcome, Susan. Thank you, Jean. It's so wonderful to be here today. Thank you so much for inviting me to be a part of your show. Well, I am so delighted. And we're co-authors of the international bestseller, Loving You, Life is a Gift. And you were an amazing speaker on our uh, Giving Courage to Love Summit uh, with a a great presentation. And uh, earlier, we had a great conversation about your uh, life experiences and your life's work opening up to the universal energy and how you channel this and all of your healing work. So can you tell us a little bit about you and what inspired your deep journey within the soul? Yes, I can. Thank you. Um, You know, much like many other people, I went through, uh, you know, the normal upbringing that we all go through, school, work, all of those things. And then About 12 years ago, I would say that I had the quote-unquote awakening where I started to really just see my life through a different set of eyes. I moved from a lifetime of Catholicism to spirituality. I worked at uh, training as a medium and uh, intuitive. Also received training in Reiki and just kept 
kept adding all of these tools to my toolbox, not really knowing where it was all going to lead. But where it led me was to a place that um, I just couldn't be more pleased about. Um, I work with people every day, helping them heal everything from aches and pains to deep-seated issues that are sitting in their subconscious mind. And it just brings me so much joy to be doing what I do. Wow, that is so amazing and helping people with all kinds of, of, in all kinds of life challenging situations. How do you know when you've slipped into the survival mode and, and how does this happen? Because we sometimes operate on habit and we respond in the same, you know, uh, deep conditioned way. So how do we know when we slip into survival? Well, some of the signs that I've seen with my clients would be a disruption in sleeping patterns, maybe an inability to easily make decisions, overall aches and pains in the body, feeling tired or overwhelmed, having fearful thoughts all of the time, and withdrawing from life events. It's interesting because, it, as you mentioned just prior to this, it is a physiological process of fight or flight that our body goes into when we enter that survival mode. And the body operates on a purely emotional level, which means that your body doesn't know the difference between being nervous about taking a test or being nervous because you have a 500-pound tiger sitting in the room staring at wow. you ready to attack. And so, you know, on a short-term level, our bodies are supposed to do that. What they do is they direct all of the oxygen from the air that we breathe, all of the nutrients from the food that we eat, directly to the muscle groups we need to fight or run. And that's a good thing. But when we keep our bodies in that state for a long period of time, it's actually starving our physical bodies of the nutrients and the oxygen that's needed to maintain health and well-being. So the first thing is noticing those different signs. And when you notice those signs, it's then time to say, okay, I'm in a constant level of fight or flight in survival mode, what can I do in order to get that tiger out of the room? And one of the simplest and easiest ways to start down that path is by breathing. Mm -hmm. And when I say this, I have to explain it at depth to my clients because they look at me like, well, I breathe every day, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yes, yes. And it's like, well, yes, that's true. But we breathe very shallow when we're in survival mode, almost like an animal panting when it's nervous. So the best thing we can do is to take time throughout the day. And I actually give my clients little stickers, little dots. And I have them put one on their cell phone, one on their steering wheel, one on their computer screen. And I say, every time that you notice that dot, stop and do three breaths. You can all do this with me right now. If you just close your eyes and take in a nice, deep, full breath... And as you release that breath, just allow all of the muscles around your eyes, your jaw, your face, just to totally relax as if the energy, the, the nervous energy and tension is melting away. Then on that second breath that you take in, as you release it, allow that relaxation to go down into your neck and your shoulders. Feel your shoulders drop down. Feel the tension being relieved. And then... On that nice third breath, take in a full breath, and as you release it, it's just like you're under a warm shower. Just feel that warmth cascade down from the top of your head all the way down to the bottoms of your feet, taking with it any stress or tension that it finds. Now, after only three breaths, do you feel the difference? Yes, more relaxed. 
Isn't it crazy? Mm-hmm. Our bodies <laughs> are starved of oxygen. And when we do this, the very first thing we'll start to notice is decisions become easier. Clarity steps in. We can't think clearly when our mind is not clearly oxygenated for the process. The brain needs that. So that's one of the very first steps that I approach with my clients when they come to me overwhelmed with anxiety and stress. Wow, I love that because we take our breath for granted. Yes. And I know for me, you know, when I get into that anxious state, I get my breath gets choppy and short and almost exhaustive. And I know, you know, feeling it in my body is like, okay, you have to take a breath, you know, slow down, you know, <laughs> it's not that serious. Uh, get yourself together here. And the way that I do it is with my breath because that is our gift of life, really. And, uh, you know, I love the, the exercise that you took us through. I think sometimes we think that it's so complicated and you gave us a very simple <laughs> exercise to and you bring know, us back to relaxation, right? It, mm-hmm. It's like you read my mind because I think that people think life in general is complicated. But really, some of the things that I'll point out during today's talk will show that very simple things can bring so much rest, relaxation, and peace, it's really, um, it's really in our control. It yeah. really is. I love that rest, relaxation, and peace. And when you talk, talked about, you know, paying attention to those signs, you know, if I'm not sleeping well, and, you know, I know at one point in my life, I couldn't sleep, I couldn't eat, you know, and I lost weight. And it's like, okay, wait a minute, what's what's happening, <laughs> you know, and, you know, it, it, if you go through that daily, disease processes, dis-ease sets in, and then it becomes more complicated to actually resolve that. Yes, and oftentimes when it creeps up on you slowly over a long period of time, it becomes your new normal, and you no longer are looking at it as unusual, these reactions that you're having to the anxiety your body's holding on to. And so when it becomes your new normal, you're not even suspecting that there's something wrong. It's kind of like you're not the new normal, you're old normal. It gets well, we a little confusing. To, yeah, we have to adopt this new normal, right? And right. we can do that with the breath. I love that simple exercise. So uh, uh, take that those three deep cleansing breaths and relax and feel it in your whole body and your being. And, you know, it can change the course of that moment because I think so many of us are mired in what the the, the just past, you know, uh, situations or worried about the future. And we really not, we really are not in tune to our, the present moment of our breath. So you're bringing us back to what's most important. Right, right. I, I love that. Yeah. Did you have something you want to share? Oh, I can just keep talking forever. Okay. I, I'm okay. purposely pausing so that you... <laughs> Okay, well, I, so that I you wanted, can direct it. <laughs> well, I actually, and of course, we're kind of in an engaging flow here, really. Yes. Uh, and uh, so don't, you know, feel free to just jump in. <laughs> okay. Uh, and, you know, as we talk about this survival mode, what are some of the maybe challenges that you personally faced that threw you into survival mode? And how did you actually deal with it? Well, I'll tell you, I'm dealing with a lot better these days than I used to because mm-hmm. uh, I've been able to find that place of peace within me. But oftentimes when people come and they um, have guidance sessions with me, if they don't say it, I know they're thinking it. And they're thinking, 
Well, sure, you can say these things. You haven't been where I have been. Mm -hmm. And the truth of it is, yes, I've had just as many issues as everybody else. Anybody that takes on the human body and walks on this planet has challenges and adversities that they have to face. And so for me, I've had moments that were so difficult and so dark that um, I do remember one particular, I don't even remember what put me in the state, but I remember one particular time when all I could do was to remove myself from all stimulation. I went down into the basement, I laid on a day bed that we had down there, curled up in a ball, and all I could do in that moment was to think the words, breathe in, breathe out. Mm. And I believe I did that for about four hours. I was just completely overwhelmed with what was going on in my life at that time. But what I've learned over the years, and I think that age really does have one very positive thing, and that is in teaching us so many wonderful lessons. But what I've learned is that if you move with life and with what life gives you, instead of fighting against it and trying to control it, all of a sudden things just becomes so much easier. So a lot of it has to do with being able to shift your perspective on situations. Uh, For example, several years ago, my husband had a heart attack and I was sitting in the hospital waiting room with my two grown daughters. and, And, you know, we were obviously concerned as he was in surgery, not knowing what was going to happen next. And I remember very calmly and clearly looking at them and saying, you know, Uh, Obviously, none of us were expecting this, but I know clearly that when your father and I get through this, and we will get through this, that we will have a story that will inspire so many people to dig deep and to find strength within them when they're going through similar situations. And even as the words were coming out of my mouth, I was personally amazed at the level of calmness that I felt through my body. And it doesn't happen automatically, but it happens gradually, like building a muscle when you go to a gym. You wouldn't walk through the door and imagine yourself (laughs) picking up a 100-pound weight immediately. You'd start with something small, and you'd start to build on that. And that's really how we, we control our thoughts, is by starting to look at some of the decisions we're making and steer them into a different direction, into a more positive direction. We have to trust that absolutely everything that happens to us while we're here, having this experience in the physical, has divine purpose behind it, and that, that we is, are safe. Yeah, that, that is so true. And of course, uh, as you indicated, it takes that practice to get there. And of course, a lot of people are not there yet. They're dealing with the loss, with deaths, the loss of family members, the separation, the isolation, loss of jobs. And I know they're saying, well, what are you talking about? What do you mean divine inspiration here or go with the flow or whatever? Because I know that it's important for people to express themselves, express their feelings, to feel the feelings, because I think when we repress the feelings and shut down, it can manifest in terms of uh, disease processes. So, you know, uh, people shut down. So I think we have to know how to express ourselves and find that those safe avenues or, you know, the right 
treatment modalities to help right. us move forward because the expression uh, is important and feeling the pain of what we're dealing with is important too. So we're not saying, okay, yeah, it's going to be okay. Because some, for some people, it's like, it's not okay. I, I don't know how to put food on my table. What are you talking about? My relative is dying here. And you're saying, just go with the flow, <laughs> you know. So as you indicated, uh, as we practice and understand the reality of whatever we're dealing with, it is for our highest being, and we have to really uh, resort to a new way of being to flourish, even in the midst of the most challenging situations, which is extremely difficult. Well, and here's the thing. Um, We all have beautiful contracts with guides and loved ones in spirit and angels before we even come down here to have this physical experience. They are there to keep us on the right path and to whisper guidance in our ear. But the thing is, if we allow ourselves to get too wrapped up in the physical experience, too stressed out, too filled with anxiety, we no longer can hear those messages come through. It's like trying to take a phone call in a noisy restaurant. You're talking and you can hear what you're saying, but you can't hear anything that's coming through from the other end. So it's so important to allow yourself to find the grace in the moment and take in a deep breath, release it, and know that everything has divine purpose. I'm going to trust in that because if you get too stressed out, you're not going to hear those messages coming through. Here's a perfect example of something that I went through three years ago. I had been going through eight months of physical therapy for a low back injury, and it just wasn't getting any better. And one morning I got up, I went to take a shower, and literally collapsed onto the floor. I could Mm. not walk. My left side from my hip to my toes was completely numb except for nerve pain. Uh, They had to backboard me and take me out of the house and take me to the hospital. I wasn't able to walk more than a few steps for months. It was really, really very difficult to move through. But I'll tell you, the first thing that I did was I had a little talk with myself and said, you are not going to see yourself as a victim because there's got to be a reason why your feet were just kicked out from underneath you. So I took that time when I would lay in bed all day long. My dear husband would, would leave a cooler next to me with food and water and he'd go off to work. And I had a lovely neighbor that came and let my dog out each day during lunch times because I just couldn't do it physically. And I would just sit there and fill myself with motivational books, videos. Um, I would watch anything I could that was inspiring on YouTube. And I did not allow myself to feel sorry for myself. Mm -hmm. And you know what ended up happening was an absolute miracle. Because I stayed clear and open to all of the messages that were coming through, When it was suggested to me that I see a specific chiropractor who is also a practicing shaman, I went to see that doctor and we built a relationship over many visits back and forth and she did a drumming circle and we got to know each other and she saw my intuitive side and she said, you know, I don't know how, but somehow I'd like to get you in here. I'd like to have you work in my healing center. And in that moment, spirit stepped up to me and said, say hypnotherapy. All right. And I knew nothing. I knew nothing about hypnotherapy. I'd never been hypnotized. I knew nothing Mm -hmm. about it. But I trusted in what I heard. And when I mentioned it to her, she smiled and she shook her head and she said, wow, 
I had a hypnotherapist and he left a few months ago to open a private practice. I would love to have one here. Within 72 hours, I was sitting in a classroom. I won't go through all the details, but I was sitting in a classroom and I had started my journey toward learning hypnotherapy. Now, hold hold on to your thought because we have to take a break. So we're going to take a quick break. So don't go away. We'll be right back to moving from surviving to thriving with our amazing guest, Susan DeCausin, certified hypnotherapist, intuitive and spiritual advisor, Reiki master and owner of Healing Method. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lover's Lane Feel Good Now community and tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. Life Care Wellness Pep for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. Join Dr. Jean Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love. Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love. And enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Ascension expert Judy Satori's Ascension Library will activate your true soul and human potential. Access a selection of audio-based meditations, energy transmissions, and live-streamed video events. Transform your reality with popular programs such as The Transcripts of Mary Magdalene for heart-opening, beautiful, to radiate your inner beauty, and The Body Balancing and Physical Regeneration Pathway to become more energized. Ignite your spark and live a life of passion and purpose. Explore membership options to activate a five-day free trial. Visit ascensionlibrary.org. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. 
well, you've been listening to Love Like Living in the Spirit of Love with your host, I'm Dr. Jean Marie Farish. And coming back from commercial break, we'll continue with more from our amazing guest, Susan DeCausin, certified hypnotherapist, intuitive and spiritual advisor, Reiki master, and owner of Healing Methods on moving from surviving to thriving. And Susan, that was such an amazing story that you shared with us about your journey and how you were, how it really inspired you to do what you're doing today to help others. I I just thought that story was so amazing because sometimes people really don't know, you know, what kinds of experiences that we've had, you know, what gives you the right to, you know, be the healer that you are. You've walked that journey. (laughs) You've walked that journey. You live that journey. And it's so authentic to be able to share that personal life story or life experience to show people that you know the way. You walk out of the darkness into the light. Absolutely. (laughs) I love that story. So what can people do to achieve and maintain health and body, mind, and spirit? What can we do? Well, you know, it all starts with your thoughts. You have to have self-love. You have to have forgiveness and let things go. And you have to have daily spiritual practices. Those are so important. Silence is the most important gift you can give yourself. You can define it any way you want to. Gardening, um, cooking, uh, taking a walk in the evening, whatever it is for you, silence allows you to get that connection and to uh, bring that calmness into your life. And once you have clear thoughts and you're policing your thoughts and you're keeping them away from that negativity, that is when your body will be in a positive state for healing and for maintaining a state of well-being. It really is important that the physical body is driven by our energetic body and that energetic body is directly connected to our thoughts. So if you change your thoughts, you can literally change the physical body's ability to heal and maintain itself. Wow, I love that the the different things that we can do to keep ourselves calm, like you indicated, what uh, gardening, cooking, you know, being silent, you know, because f- for me, you know, I have to have that time to be silent to listen to any messages that I'm getting. Uh, sometimes, and if you have any question about what it means mm-hmm. to to sit in silence, think of it mm-hmm. this way: mm-hmm. anything that you do automatically, where you don't have to engage the conscious mind. In other words, you don't have to think about what you're doing. We all yes. have those things, whether yes. it's painting or walking or riding yes. a bicycle. When yes. you don't need to engage the conscious mind, it quiets it down, and it gives you the opportunity then to get deeper into your connection to spirit, and it allows you to to hear what's coming through and to police those thoughts. One positive thought can outweigh and erase hundreds of negative thoughts. And when you start to build that muscle within you, as we were talking about going to the gym and you get accustomed to switching from negative thinking to positive thinking, it automatically starts to switch you over into positive thoughts all the time. And before you know it, you don't even have to try any longer. You'll walk into a situation and you'll automatically be drawn to what's positive in, in that situation. I, I love that thought because, you know, we can, we to, to lose ourselves into something that we enjoy, you can't entertain a negative and positive at the same time. 
So you're right. It's like when you engage in that, I love writing and, you know, because that keeps me inspired and keeps me connected to myself. Uh, So looking at these different things, whether you're an artist, painting, cooking, you know, gardening, whatever it is that will take you to that point of what really losing yourself, (laughs) losing the ego self and quieting the mind. You know, and and for a lot of people, I think they have to identify what is it because you get lost in that in terms of these daily habits. It's like, what did I really enjoy? And and now many have had have have had an opportunity to really, you know, have a little bit more time uh, and to connect more with themselves. So now it's time to go back to those things that you found joy in. And uh, lose the ego self and get quiet and, you know, bring that joy and inspiration into your life. And I would love to share with you a download that I received from Spirit last year that has been so powerful. I share it with all of my clients. Um, Occasionally, they'll give me these beautiful gems and I'll write them out and share them with people because they just teach such wonderful lessons. This one had to do with the fact that you should see your inner mind as a movie screen. Mm. That's capable of playing reruns, previews of coming attractions, and live TV. (laughs) Reruns would be replaying things from your past. Previews of coming attractions would be fearful thoughts about the future. And, of course, live TV would be living in the moment. And we only have so much energy to give. And when it's fragmented between all of these different areas, we're stealing precious energy from the only thing that we can control, which is the present moment. Also... Our body reacts to what we choose to play on that movie screen Mm. as if it's happening in that very moment. So every time you replay something that was frightening or upsetting in your mind, remember your body works on an emotional level, level, the tiger in the room story. So if you allow yourself to replay those thoughts or have fearful thoughts about what might happen in the future, your body, physical body, thinks you're going through that in that moment putting it into a state of fight or flight, and putting you at risk for feeling less than what you could feel physically, mentally, and spiritually. Wow, I love that, to see your 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 life like a movie screen. I think that's a very uh, profound way to look at our daily experiences in life. Am I rerunning an old tape from the past? Am I yes. really, you know, playing the fearful movie uh, that... Fear, you know, looking at the future and fear of the future, as you put it. I love that. Or am I in the present moment, you know, looking at where I am now? And to see your life as that screen, to me, it brings it into more of a practical aspect of looking at our lives. I love that. And we have all been given the power of choice. We have free will. And with that free will, we can choose what we decide to focus on. And spending time focusing on the present and then within the present moment, focusing on the good in that moment can really bring so much joy and relieve so much stress and anxiety that it's like a tonic. It's taking back control of your emotions. And we have the choice whether to replay the old tapes <laughs> you bet. Or, or fast forward into the future with fear or be present now. And the breath is what keeps us connected to each present moment. And, you know, we can't change what happened in the past. It's no. done. So why it's waste done. our energy on it? And as far as fearing the future is concerned, right now in this very moment, you and I and everybody who's listening has the opportunity to decide what they want to do, what they want to say 
the same way that you have the power to decide that in this present moment, you will be that same person in five days, five weeks, or five years. Wait till then. And then allow yourself in that moment to make the decisions that you think feel right for you. But don't waste time playing out scenarios of what hasn't happened yet. Yes, yes. We we drive ourselves into that fear mode and it, it really is very destructive for us. Right. And as we as we talk about energy, you know, how we preserve our energy is very important, how we use our energy, the choices that we make uh, that can be draining for us, or even in terms of uh, uh, energy vampires. I'm sure you're aware of that, how we can protect our energy. You know, we may be, you know, around people who drain us or who take our energy if we allow that. Uh, Right. And you know, I had a, an experience. Uh, I uh, <laughs> almost had a devastating experience, experience in my encounter uh, where my life energy was literally drained by a person who was ill. And it left me in a state of temporary unconsciousness. Oh, my. It did. It, it drained me. Uh, the, the people around me thought I was, I was dead. <laughs> and uh, they, they, they took me home. And, of course, as soon as I got home, it's like I, everything was back to normal. Mm. But what happened, the person got very energetic. I had never had that happen to me. And mm-hmm. I, I consulted with masters and teachers. And they said, well, you know, your energy, your life force was drained from you. And... Uh, they showed me ways to protect myself and protect my energy uh, because, you know, people are around us and everything is energy. Hell, what do you have to say about energy drainers or energy vampires or how can we guard, you know, ourselves in this world? You know, well, you know, we we know how a moth is drawn to flame and that's basically the way it is with people, whether they can see your auric field or not. When you have high energy, they don't even realize it. They are drawn to you because they want some of what you have. And so you have to guard yourself. And and there are many different ways that you can do that. The first one is just being aware of this. Be aware of the fact that people are going to come to you and they're not just going to be doing it um, on the sly where they're going to be taking that energy from you, similar to the situation that you explained. Some people are going to want you to step in and, and correct things that are going wrong in their lives. You have to realize that your life is your life, their life is their life. And it's okay to allow people to lean on you when they need to get through a tough time, but it's not your place to step in and take away their um, adversity. In fact, if they transition back to the other side and they haven't had the opportunity to experience the things that they came here to experience, they've wasted their lifetime. Because what did you do? You stepped in, waved a magic wand and took their adversity away. So that gives you, I feel that that gives us It empowers us to say, okay, I'm not here to rescue this person. I'm just here to give them support as they work their way through it. You also have guides, as I mentioned earlier, that are there with you through your entire life. They want to help you make it through um, to a, a place where you're going to be able to live a productive life. Set some ground rules with them. Let them know. As a healer, I will tell you that I speak to my guides and I'll say to them, please allow the universal healing energy to flow through me, not from me. So whether you're a healer 
or whether you're an individual that is surrounded from time to time by people that tend to be those energy vampires, allow your guides to step in on your behalf and to help those situations. Let them know that as much as you want to help the people around you, that you want them to help guard your energy by only allowing healing energy to flow through you and not from you. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's powerful. You know, setting healthy boundaries, I think that's important. And one of the things that you mentioned, being aware, you know, because when I was in that situation, it's like I wasn't even aware. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it it just, it was zap and I'm I'm out of it, (laughs) you know. And when you are aware of it, Mm -hmm. in that moment, immediately place yourself in a white bubble of protection and mentally say to yourself, I am protected. My energy is protected. I'm here to support those around me, but I am maintaining a bubble of protection around me. And just just what you put out as intention is going to become real. It will manifest. Wow. Yes, I've realized that, you know, putting yourself in that, you know, cloud of light and protection, protecting yourself. You really have to do that visually, you know, uh, to really, you know, help yourself stay empowered and keep your own life force. Right. So, yeah, that's very powerful. Uh, can you elaborate on the higher self and how we can create that connection? Because I know a lot of people are dealing with career choices and they're confused now about what's their next step. Uh, can you share a little bit about how we can you know, connect our higher self before we move to commercial break? Absolutely. Uh, meditation, whether that be, again, just finding some activity that closes down your conscious mind and and quiets it. Um, Find what meditation means to you. Allow yourself to schedule that in every single day and make sure that when you put yourself in those moments that you aren't beating yourself up when a rogue thought rolls in because they do roll in from time to time. Make sure that you are just remaining calm. Congratulate yourself for witnessing that thought put it in a bubble, and send it on its way. Because people don't have problems with thoughts pulling them out of meditation. They have problems with beating themselves up when the thoughts pull them out of that quiet contemplation. So really scheduling time to do that, just like you would brush your teeth every day, just like you would sit and eat a meal every day, you have to incorporate meditation and quieting of the conscious mind every single day to receive those inspiring thoughts and to be on on course for having everything revealed to you as you move through your day, watching for the synchronicities, seeing the signs, because if you're too cluttered, you're not going to see those wonderful signs of guidance that are being provided to you. Yes, I love that. We have to set you know, our own intentions to connect with our higher self. And as you indicated, through meditation and silence and just losing the egoic aspect of yourself really quiets the mind. And it keeps us connected to the higher self and being alert to pay attention to the Mm. signs and synchronicities and the messages that our higher self is always trying to get through to, you know, empower us and show us our direction and our next step and our path on our journey. Well, I think uh, uh, it's time to take another uh, quick break. So don't go away. We'll be right back on moving from surviving to thriving with our amazing guest, Susan DeCausen, certified hypnotherapist, intuitive and spiritual advisor, 
Reiki healer and owner of Healing Methods. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Ascension expert Judy Satori's Ascension Library will activate your true soul and human potential. Access a selection of audio-based meditations, energy transmissions, and live-streamed video events. Transform your reality with popular programs such as The Transcripts of Mary Magdalene for heart-opening, beautiful, to radiate your inner beauty and the body-balancing and physical regeneration pathway to become more energized. Ignite your spark and live a life of passion and purpose. Explore membership options to activate a five-day free trial. Visit ascensionlibrary.org. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love. And enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lover's Lane Feel Good Now community and tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. Life Care Wellness Pep for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. Join Dr. Jean Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back. You've been listening to Love Light, Living in the Spirit of Love with your host. I'm Dr. Jean Marie Farish. And coming back from commercial break, we'll continue with amazing guest Susan DeCousin, certified hypnotherapist, intuitive and spiritual advisor, Reiki master and owner of Healing Methods. And we, you know, one of the things that, Susan, I want to talk about more is the kinds of healing modalities. I had an opportunity to learn uh, more about uh, uh, healing methods, uh, more from the Eastern aspect. Uh, uh, When I spent time in Penang, energy healing, reflexology, a lot of the Eastern practices as I connected with master teachers that was very, very empowering. So can you tell us about your 
healing modalities. And I know you spent time, you and your husband spent time in uh, what, uh, Bali? Yes, Indonesia. Yes, yes. Uh, And uh, tell us more about your healing modalities, your services and programs, and maybe perhaps some examples of uh, how you've used these modalities in helping others. Well, you know, there are different tools in the toolbox for different jobs. And depending on what a person comes in with, um, I'm able to determine from a very short consultation whether it's something that is on a subconscious level that's driving behaviors and thoughts that they're not happy with or whether it's something on a conscious level that we can talk through with a guidance session. And then if they're dealing with pain or some kind of an acute health problem, then energy healing can come into play. So I kind of pull the tool out of the toolbox as I see it's necessary. So hypnotherapy can go in and get into that uh, deep area of your subconscious and reframe situations from the past in order to uh, release worn out thought patterns that aren't serving you well. And then we also have reflexology. My husband is a reflexologist and, you know, we're exposed to toxins every day. Our thoughts, toxins in our food and water, in the environment, and it overwhelms our body and keeps it from doing what it was meant to do, which is to heal itself. So some kind of regular detoxifying, you can do it with reflexology, you can do it with massage therapy. There are many different ways you can detoxify your body, but it allows you to hit the reset button and purge the emotions and the toxins that are holding you back from experiencing your best life. Then there's healing energy. Now, we were Reiki masters for years and saw beautiful things happening with Reiki healing energy. But when we learned about Siwa Murti, which is a Balinese healing technique, we decided that we were called to do this. We traveled all the way to Indonesia, 31 hours of flight in each direction. Um, went there during a pandemic, no less. I mean, talk about exciting. Um <laughs> Uh, We spent a week and a half sitting outside, listening to our master teacher, working in a Balinese hospital, learning how to do this amazingly powerful healing modality where we locate energetic blocks throughout the body by touching and squeezing certain areas in order to see if there's a reaction. Once each of those are removed, and we've removed them from the toes to the head, it then not only puts the body into a state of healing, but it hyper-accelerates the body's healing ability. So some of the healing happens real-time right in front of us, and the rest of it seems to be accelerated over the next 48 hours. But it's been amazing. And when we got back from Bali, we couldn't touch anyone because of the pandemic. And we thought, how are we going to do this? Well, the universe showed us that we could do this over Zoom. We started working with groups of people over Zoom, as many as 500 people at a time, and many of us healers working on our screens, sending healing energy to them, and profound healing was taking place. The power of intention and the power of healing energy should never be questioned. It's incredible. So you don't have to just be physically yeah, there. You can do it through Zoom or right. Because you know, I've experienced energy healing from different masters, and they were, you know, abroad or other places. But you know, connecting with them, they still have that capacity to send that energy to you. So yes, and Mike and I, 
Mm-hmm. My husband and I are the only people on this side of the country. We're in Michigan, and we're the only people on this side of the country that know and practice Siwa Murti. And then there are a handful more in the L.A. area, but we're working with a nonprofit right now that has just been formed, and we are going to be offering affordable training on this very soon for people that are called to the same way that to healing the same way that we were called to healing. Oh, wow. That is fantastic. So tell us how the uh, listeners can contact you. Well, my website is healingmethods.org. And the best way to reach out to me is using the contact form on the website. I have all kinds of wonderful information on there that you may want to explore. I'm a writer, so you'll find that there are some wonderful writings on there. I say to people, Go to the Inspired Writings tab and look at the different titles, see what calls to you, because spirit will definitely lead you to what you need to fill your soul. And they can click on links and read all kinds of things that spirit has sent through me and uh, put onto my computer for the upliftment of those who read it. Wow, that is amazing. Uh, Because I know there are probably many people who like to connect with you, and I know we Uh, I talked earlier about our uh, international best-selling book, Loving You, Life is a Gift, which is amazing, and that's on Amazon. Yes. uh, The beautiful thing is, too, that with uh, the onset of all of these online, um, you know, conference tools, I can do spiritual guidance, I can do energy healing, and I can do hypnotherapy anywhere around the world from my office. Oh, my goodness. That's that's great to hear. Yeah. (laughs) That is great to hear. It gives me an opportunity to reach out and help a lot more people than I would normally be able to help. And you indicated you had 500 people that you and your husband were working with? Well, when we when we did that online uh, healing, one day we did have that many people on the online healing, receiving healing. But there are less than 100 actual healers and probably less than 20 uh, that do see Wamurti as a practice, as a business here in the U.S. And we are the only ones on the side of the country. So we feel very blessed to have this knowledge and are excited about very soon being able to teach this to others so that they will also be able to heal. So all of the modalities can be done through at a distance? Everything but the reflexology. We haven't quite figured that one out yet. (laughs) Yes, you you have to have hands-on for that. So I think what we have to do, I think people have to really uh, learn how to invest in themselves, right? You know, know, treat yourself well, love yourself, uh, take care of yourself, uh, you know, stay in connection with your things that make you flourish in terms of your uh, spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical well-being. And you really, you know, shared some amazing strategies to help us do just that. And I believe this. I I believe that we are all just actors acting out roles in a magnificent play and that people should not take life too seriously. We're all safe. And things are always changing and we have to move with the flow of change. Any final thoughts to inspire our listeners as we... I really just want people to to find their joy, to follow what what leads them toward passion in their life, because that is your inner GPS. It will take you to the people, the situations, and the careers that are meant for you. Just follow your passion. Wow, I love that. Well, Susan, thank you so much for being on my show and 
really helping us break free of this existing survival mode and showing us how to thrive in our lives. And and, and thank you for sharing uh, how to connect with you and learn more about your healing methods and working with you and your husband. And you've invested a lot in yourselves and in your business to really help others, empower others to live a what empowering life and flourish in love. Thank Amen. you so much. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Okay. So today we have truly been inspired by uh, Susan DeCosin. Visit her uh, website and learn more about her work. Um, the joy, I, I, I wanted to share an article that I recently published in uh, Savannah East, The Joy of Ordinary Moments. And I highlight ways to activate joy raise our level of consciousness to flourish in, in, in our lives, to be alert, to be open, to be accepting, be simple, be loving. And as Rumi quotes, with life as short as half, <laughs> half a taken breath, don't plant anything but love. You know, join us next week with more on uh, this topic with our guest, Dr. Indigo from Malaysia on resilience from surviving to thriving in life storms. So put your thoughts on a better life. And I'd love for you to share your insights about our show and uh, the love practice exercise that's on the homepage of my website, which is www.jeanferrisjourney.com. And email me your insights about our show, the Love Light Show, and also your love practices that I have posted on the website for each week. Share your insights, and I will be happy to, you know, share them live on our show. So see today as an opportunity to to become who you would like to be. Let go of those old ways of responding to life situations and leave that old person behind. Approach life in a different way to enhance your overall well-being. Go inward and connect to your higher self for guidance. Much gratitude to the Voice America team for making this show a reality and for shining their love light around the world. Uh, I'm, I'm going to close out with an Irish blessing. May the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face. The rain fall sh- soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. I'm your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Thanks for tuning in. And until we meet again, remember, an empowered self is a loving self. And keep your love light shining. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Love Light this week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week filled with love, self-worth, and better connections.